2: And welcome once again stop, to another
1: stop, episode. Stop 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 stop, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the pilot episode of the Ricky Wrestling Show. Oh. <laughs> some, some nonsense went on last week. There was a certain individual on this phone call that took over the podcast, but there was also a certain ex-co-host of mine who didn't defend me. Um, there's someone on the call who kind of, you know, Poked the bear a little, shall I say. So from now on, folks, it's called the Ricky Wrestling Show and Friends. It's subject to change. It could go Ricky and Tolly Wrestling Show. <laughs> uh, I, need to, I need to speak to him. I'm a resident Welshman, and we'll take it from there. But welcome to the pilot episode, folks. I have a a few people on the call with me tonight. Um, I'm not entirely sure I want to introduce them. If I'm honest, after last week's shenanigans... <laughs> But, but, folks, but, that would be but, all for me. I'm only on for a couple of minutes. I have life catching up at the moment. I just want to come on, say my piece, and introduce you to a new podcast
2: on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Between you and Tali, this is the pilot and the final yes. episode of yes. the yes.
0: Freaky Wrestling yes. Show. <laughs> I'm, I'm the acquaintances rather than friends. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, so like I said I won't be staying. Uh, I've got stuff I need to be doing, so I will hopefully be back on next week. Um, and I shall leave you to it. And I'll look forward to listening to this in what, blatty, a couple of days
3: time. I <laughs> nah, don't worry. I'll just, I'll just um, delete this and start again once you're off the call. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I you didn't. The people, the people, the people need to know. Oh, the people? Are, you, we are yes. Is this a we are the people chant? <laughs>
1: No, 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 definitely not that.
3: <laughs> you up in George uh, Square in Glasgow a couple of weekends ago? Like no, you? I was not. In fact, actually I, I actually I walked past George Square a
1: couple of weeks ago when was all that was, was, was happening. But I was not taking part. A man like me, of my, you know, physical appearance, should not be anywhere near George Square when those, really, like, fans, and I use that loosely, are out and forth. So I was like, I don't want to get racially abused today. I will leave.
3: Well, oh, that's uh, putting a lot of stereotyping on a
1: group of That's what we do, though, does it not? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, it was good seeing you, and I will catch up with you soon.
3: Okay, speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Right, for take on. care. Go. Right. Move back to our originally scheduled programming. Uh, where were we? We're
2: back to our regularly canceled programming, apparently.
3: I know. <laughs> the audacity of it. I the apologize.
2: audacity, but um, right, yes. right um, yeah. Do you, you want to go back to doing it your way, sir? This is your show. Because apparently, I ruined the show with the one day that I took over. So, and apparently,
0: I poked the bat. But that's normal. That is very <laughs> Well
2: we'll speed things along
3: a wee bit before we were rudely interrupted there. And uh, as you know this is the Rance and Clive and Darren wrestling show. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, Don't did, involve we...
0: me in that you've all got grief, so I'm, I'm happy to being a guest. <laughs> when did he get on the marquee?
3: Yeah, uh, I I like the cap that he's wearing tonight, so I don't know what it says, it just sets his face off nicely, so I thought I would give him some shine. It's not as if there's anything that he needs to celebrate today or anything like that, do you know? It's not as if he's had some sort of change in attitude or anything.
0: Ah, well, I have.
3: Well, first of all, this is technically the Rick and Clive Wrestling Soul, part of the Social Distancing Suplex Wrestling Podcast Network. Um, I'm Clive, I'm joined by Rance. Hello, thank you for coming back on again tonight, sir.
2: Thank you for having me after I uh, did, it, I, read, I ran a coup cool on your show last week, apparently. But no, it's always good to be home. But on my other, well, I can't say other because I have like four podcasts. So on my fifth podcast, apparently, that I'm part of. So hey, there's that.
3: You're, you're giving Mags a run for his money with the amount of podcasts no. you
2: know? Nobody. Have you seen his nickname? Uh-huh. That man is called the Podfather. I can never catch up.
0: And and yet yeah, I'm chasing Matt Willis, who's got double the amount that I've got. So we're all lead, we're all following somebody else.
3: He's he has more podcasts than Foul Original has had hot dinners. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh.
3: Uh, right. So Max, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming Thank back you. on. Uh, I know we usually leave the plugs to the end, but since it's a bit of a celebratory week for yourself in terms of new content creation projects, do you want to give us a bit of information about what's what's new in the land of mags?
0: Yeah, I'd be happy to do so. Um, so as you guys know, a certain diminutive Welsh person left me in the lurch uh, <laughs> and, and, and kind of like Sailed away, meaning that one of my favourite podcasts, Badlands, was no more. Uh, so that left a big podcast hole uh, in my in my life, and I had to fill it. So I, I I've, I've I've always wanted to do a, a project where I'm looking back at the the Attitude Era, and it, it's always been the era that that really dragged me into wrestling, the, the time when I was mostly kind of a, um, invested in wrestling, um, and I thought that this was the perfect time to 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 kind of start start doing something like that. Uh, I'd had a, uh, enough of a break from Badlands. I'd like recharge the batteries and stuff like that. Um, but I'd, I don't I don't really work well without somebody to bounce off. And I knew that I uh, had a good uh, kind of relationship with Tanner. And I always wanted to do a podcast with with Ori after speaking with her on on uh, Badlands and Wild Watcher. And I thought it'd be the uh, a, a cool little project for us to all be involved in uh, and luckily enough we've kind of like been uh, we've, we've looked out because I, I was fully invested in, in WWF at the Attitude Era Tanner was a channel hopper and Ori didn't watch it at all so we've all got like three different kind of separate uh, unique viewpoints of, of the Attitude Era so um, between us, we're we we're essentially watching the roars and the pay per views week on week and giving a, a twenty twenty one view of of the show. Um, but I think the 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 biggest kind of like USP of of a changing attitude is that we don't have a particular kind of like host co host dynamic. It's, it's, uh, we, we all share that responsibility. So, one week I'll be hosting, another week Tanner might be hosting, and we've all got different kind of, uh, uh, ideas we're bringing to the table, different kind of, like, uh, styles of hosting. So, hopefully, it'll keep it fresh, keep it interesting. Uh, so yeah, that the first episode dropped this morning. Uh, it was kind of like a, an introductory slash pilot episode. But from next week's episode, we're starting from the King of the Ring 1996 when Stone Cold, uh, uh, dropped his, his famous Austin three sixteen uh, promo and um, we're gonna go on from there all the way through the rise of, of DX and and into um uh, basically into the, the ruthless aggression era. So uh yeah hopefully you'll be able to come on that, that journey with us.
3: It's gonna be some undertaking uh, and I think a high undertaking. Hey, uh, <laughs> and it's a project that's going to be It'll... If so, involved, you're able to pull that all the way until the end, say if it's invasion angle or whatever, then that's top notch work. And I think one of the things we're a champion of, Mags, among others, is that you make good use of the network, the award winning WWE network now on Peacock, and you make good use of that for listeners as well. I use it, I use your train wrestling show to watch back on the old shows that you vote on. Hopefully I'll start doing this with the actual stuff as well. So I hope I hope WWE are giving you a nice wee handsome wage out of all this traffic that you're uh, sending their way.
0: I mean, I would happily take the WWE Network for free every month uh, if they want to throw me uh, throw me a bone at Podfather to Hit me up, Nick Khan. You are the only Khan in wrestling in my eyes. Don't <laughs> let anybody tell you any different.
2: Uh-oh. And they don't have to give you nothing, Mags. You already got a free seat at the Thunderdome every
0: week. I'm <laughs> saying that. I literally got my email today. I apply for your SmackDown uh, Thunderdome seat today. I deleted it.
2: <laughs> I will do it. Either. I was signed up for the first one.
0: Um,
2: but I, I, don't, I don't think I can make it. So I think uh, our good friend Rab Ropes took my spot. Ever since then, I don't see the point
3: it wouldn't be happening
2: much more these days soon anyway well ironically since i was signed up for the first one in the thunderdome i am signed up with tickets to the first show live july 16th here in h-town uh at what pc tunny affectionately called the tokyo center i guess we got the tokyo center in japan in in houston japan for some reason but uh yeah i'm excited so there will be many five star matches that night yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so the reason that we're here tonight um, it's a sort of conclusion if you will of a mini series that Mags, Ransom and myself started last week talking about the, the four horsewomen those being Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch, Bailey, and Sasha Banks last week we looked at our favourite three matches from each woman uh, got a bit of good discourse around that And this week, what we're going to do is we'll follow up with a quiz towards the end. I hope you've got your thinking caps on, gentlemen. But before that, and we'll probably try and get some chat on Twitter about this. (laughs) Rance is already...
2: What's going on, Rance? Oh, uh, yes, I am working both of my jobs currently right now. So, as you were, (laughs) yes.
3: As long as you're not recording on that side as well, then you won't be in trouble.
2: No, yeah, we're all good. Uh, so technically, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, am pu- trying to. I'll do mags. I'm recording two podcasts at once.
3: I'll listen to that. That's a lie. Who's who's the big fish now?
0: I've, I've never been the big fish. Rance was always the big fish.
2: <laughs> I am not the big fish, not at all. I am a guppy in the pond that is the English Channel. You
3: were just in the right place at the right time.
2: Yeah, I mean yeah, look. We all we ought who think about it. Who runs Cherry Shad Radio Head drama. I don't run that show. Max tells me what to do.
3: That was a that was a place <laughs> st- fist joke it might have went over your head. Ah, oh, well. Right fucking hell. Right. So tonight we're going to give you our preferred order. Of four horsewomen. So we'll, what we'll do is, I thought, just to get the ball rolling, we'll just give each we'll give each other the four that we have instead of doing your four, then your three, then your two, then your one, because that will give the game away for some of them later on. Max, do you want to, to go first and tell us who you've got from fourth to first, and then we can you can give us your reasonings?
0: Okay, fourth. So, um, now. Um, in the kind of like pre-chat for before last week's recording, i I I've struggled nailing my numbers down and I'm I'm still I've still can make arguments for three uh spots. Uh, there's one spot that's that's a guaranteed uh and it's gonna draw me probably the most hate, but uh fourth place is definitely Becky Lynch. Um now ooh, ooh. I mean, that is literally what Twitter are going to do to me once this episode drops. Um, but the, the the three to one changes every single time I think about it. So as of right now, I'm going to go with Bailey in third. I'm going to go with Charlotte second, and I'm going to go with Sasha at number one. Okay. Oh, that hurt.
3: How do you feel after that?
0: Uh, I feel like I might want to change some of them around.
2: Right. So do you feel, do you feel cancelled?
0: <laughs> I mean, it, this is a a, a toxic um, conversation. Anyway, nowhere, any, whatever order we pick, we are going to have somebody coming for our necks. It's as simple as that. Each of these has a a stand group that will kill a man. So we're, there's no win.
3: In, in any any way we pick picking. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll keep that. I've got a couple of questions for you, Rance. You did send us yours earlier just in case you weren't able to make
2: it, but for the listeners. I feel fairly confident in mine and I have, much like Mags, I have reasoning. Um, I guess we'll give our reasonings later, so just for the sake of time, my number four is Bailey, my number three is Becky, My number two is Charlotte, and much like my brother Mags, my number one is the blueprint, Sasha Banks.
3: Right, without any worry or care or concern about um, getting attacked, Becky Lynch, happy to have her in fourth place. Number three. We're gonna have to put Sasha. <gasps> oh no, hold on. Hold on.
0: I mean Red, yeah, the good thing about his pick there is we're now safe from being cancelled <laughs> because he is he is done for up.
2: You have fallen on the sword for your brothers. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Number two is Charlotte. Oh my God, I almost spit my drink. So that means number one is...
0: Arahoga! Bailey. Wow, I mean... Oh boy. <laughs> That's a bold pick, con.
2: <laughs> we, we have to talk about this immediately.
0: Yes. So you need to explain yours first.
2: Me? Oh Christ.
3: You think it was my show or something?
0: Well, no, it's, it's the Rickett and people he knows shit.
2: Yeah, we we all got fired equally, so there's nobody's show. I mean,
0: it's not even the first time for you, Ray. This is, like, this is a, becoming a recurring thing.
2: It's the new gimmick. I'm no longer Contrary, and I'm the guy that gets kicked off podcast on air.
0: Well,
3: funny you say that. We're just going to
2: have a wee break just now, okay? Uh, <laughs> No nah, don't, don't you can't you can't do that one, no sir. No, oh, right. We have some you got some explaining to do.
3: Right. I tried to juggle different criteria. I tried to juggle match quality. Uh star power did play a part in it. Okay. But the two things mainly for me where does this person have a, an ongoing arc, an ongoing story throughout their career? Including if you want NXT and how selfless they appear as well. Becky, yes, her star power is undeniable. The that year and a half that she had was huge. Like unprecedented for any woman of that caliber to get over as heavily as she did. The the match quality, there were a few bangers in there. Most of them were with the other four horsemen. Uh, but over time, her moveset be- began to get diminished. Maybe that's one of those things that happens once you're higher up the, the food chain. You try to protect yourself a bit and you only do this certain amount of moves, whatever. I don't know. But you could... Basically, you had your Sploder, a couple of other suplexes, T-bones, and your disarmer. So, yes, there was the star power there, but I just... I don't think she was very and I don't even think it was her fault it might have been how she was presented or booked or just the quality of the matches but I just don't think she did well carrying other people in matches or when it putting people over, I mean technically she hardly put anyone over and it was a case of I'm pregnant so ask her here you go, here's the title but during all that there was just a sense of entitledness that the selflessness didn't come across like it did with the other women. So that's why she's number four. Um, Number three was Sasha, and I get it, that was a shocker. There was a time where she was number one. What kept me back from that was there was a self-confidence issue in 2018 time, and it ended up with her having to take some time off to look after herself completely understandable and I shouldn't really be penalising her for that which is very unfair but I just think in that time her character lost a bit of identity she was meandering and wasn't really involved in anything of much merit so between 2018 and obviously quite a bit of 2019 she just wasn't there enough to keep me engaged so that's why she's in third place second place is Charlotte the
2: Ah uh, I kinda of doubt myself now. Not, this is what makes you doubt yourself. Not the other two,
0: but this one. I no, mean no. the Sasha pick, which is horrific, that doesn't make you doubt you. It's whether Charlotte is number one or number two makes you doubt.
3: No, no, Charlotte is number two. Without a doubt. It's whether I should turn Sasha and Bailey around because Bailey had a time where she was directionless but I just think and I spoke about it last week when it comes to characters having an arc like a story from the start of their career to the end there aren't many for me who have that but Bailey is one of them Seth Rollins is one of them Champa is another where there's just this it's as if they're in charge of their own destiny whether that's by happenstance or not Charlotte's High just because of the sheer Presence, the stat the status. She has had some bangers, she's had a few clonkers, but see the matches where she's out with the horsewoman, excluding Asuka and <coughs> Via Ripley. I don't think Charlotte's got much to write home about with regards to helping others look strong in matches. It's been very dominant. Bailey she went on a tear, she was the champion for a long, long time, and she's not got that same star power as the others. She might not have been as selfless. She t- definitely took a big back seat when Sasha became the champion. She's only kind of resurfaced again now. She wasn't even technically on the card at this year's WrestleMania. <coughs> she's lost to Bianca. She lost to Ellie in the Survivor Series match. So she's had a selfless streak. And so has Charlotte because she went a long way in putting Becky over. I just think out of the four of them... Bailey's had the more interesting story, personally, from the hugger to being, in my eyes, a female John Cena of NXT, coming up to the main roster. The Heather was set alight quite quickly, but it dwindled quite quickly in favour of Alexa Bliss, and you saw her struggling with herself, to the point where it was the on and off stuff with Sasha Banks. Then the turn with Sasha Banks and how that morphed into a Karen and into a crazed maniac that we see now. So I just personally think from a storyline canon perspective, Bailey, tops it for me. Your thoughts, gentlemen.
2: Okay. Um, I'll jump in. Um you're wrong. <laughs> no. Um your your opinion is is your opinion, and I I you have explained yourself well. Um You know, I do a lot of these with bandwagon nerds, these kind of lists that are very subjective and or rather objective, I should say. And um, it all comes down to one thing. Your criteria is what matters. We did not give a set list of criteria. There were no parameters of this ranking system. It's whatever you thought, whatever you want, how you want to rank it. You ranked yours according to arcs and according to character development and things of that nature. So I get it. I can understand it. Becky has had the least. Bailey has had the most. completely understand that. Um, but it's kind of hard when you start your argument for your number one by saying, I know she has the least star power, but that kind of hurts the argument. Like, the rest of the stuff, right, on. Right. I had... I can I can accept Sasha being three more than I can accept Bailey being one. Like that was the only thing that I could guarantee in my mind was there was no way Bailey could be one in this list. So, okay.
0: but uh, I'm not
2: against not against what you said.
0: That's interesting because at, at points of the last couple of weeks I've had Bailey at number one, um, <laughs> and, and between her, Sasha, and and Charlotte. I, I, from day to day, I can I can change the order around, and each one of them can can have a case of, of being number one. Um I, I I don't think I've ever had Sasha as low as three. She's always been kind of like floating in in that top two, um, just because of she she appealed to me more than than. The likes of Charlotte and, and the likes of Bailey, um, but um, I mean, you're always going to, no matter which order you put them in, you're always gonna, uh, you're gonna put the cat amongst the pigeons with, with these four anyway, because there's just so little to choose between them all um, that we're actually blessed that we've got a group of four women all at the same time, all coming around at the same time, and 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 we're in the generation where we have the. We have the opportunity to cr- critique these four amazing women for giving us amazing wrestling matches. It's a, uh, it's the the kind of a uh, duplicitousness of it is 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 just mm-hmm. not lost on me at all. Um, I'm happy to start my explanations if if you if you uh, want to listen.
3: Please do.
0: That. Okay, so the only one, like I said, the only one that uh, was always in 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 the same spot was was Becky Lynch. Um. I understand that she's had the biggest kind of breakout moment uh, in terms of, uh, of star power with the whole the man and uh, the 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 longest reigning women's champion and the whole headlining WrestleMania thing, but her kind of like time in the sun as as the 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 the, the biggest star out of the four is so, really so small compared to the others. The I, I always felt that she hasn't had that longevity uh, for a, for long periods of her uh, of uh, being part of the Force. I mean, she was kind of like the odd one out, the the kind of the the one that was dragged along by the others, whilst uh, Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte were all uh, really developing their character in NXT, ready for a move up to the main roster. Bailey just uh, uh, Becky just felt stuck. Uh, she was uh, lumbered with this this like, dancing Irish gimmick. She didn't really kind of feel like she fitted into the Four horse women for me. And it's only when we, we got her on main roster and we had, uh, ironically, Nia Jack smashing her face in that we got the character that, that she'd become. Um, so uh, in terms of achievements as well, she al- al- also ranks the lowest. Um, she's only ever won... Uh, the the rowing champion once. She's only been SmackDown champion three times. she'd never won the NXT title, so she's the only one of the four horsemen to never hold that belt. Um, and and the the things that she did do, winning the uh, the, the Royal Rumble in 2019, um, headlining WrestleMania. Um, for me, it's doors are out overshadowed by by the other four so she is four for me. Um. Next, I think I said Bailey, and I, I, I want to change that again. But uh, for me, Bailey, uh, as you've said, is the John Cena. She's the kind of go-to wrestler. Um, she's the the kind of um, she can do it all with everybody. But for for the longest time, I didn't get the character. It wasn't for me. I understood what the Bailey character was about. She was a hugger. She was for uh, to bring in the younger audience, but. It just didn't resonate with me. And even when she came up to the main roster, it was not something that I was particularly interested in. And it's ironic that it was actually getting towards the end of her run as, as, as like the face bailer that I really started to get into, get into it and thought, yeah, this is actually cool. And then she did the whole kind of like um, Karen uh, cutting the hair, dyeing it uh, jet black, and I hated that. I hated it with a vengeance, and she sold me on that and now she's, uh, she's, I never thought you should be a, a good heel. I always thought this was kind of like just being a heel for the sake of, 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 of uh, uh, swerving everybody, but she's a brilliant heel. She's proving how good she is uh, with character work. So it, it's a shame that I, I feel that she has to go into third again with uh, accolade, NXT women's champion, Raw women's champion, SmackDown women's champion, uh, Money in the Bank winner. The first Triple crown and glanced Slam champion in the women. So her accolades far outweigh um, Becky to me. But then when you come to Sasha and and, and, uh, Charlotte, she's left in the dust. So then we get to Charlotte... Her uh, title, title reigns, uh, uh, she's going to eclipse it out. It's as simple as that. She's going to be the most decorated person, in uh, at least in singles wrestling, uh, in, in WWF and uh, WWE. Absolutely phenomenal. She's arguably the, the best all-round wrestler of the four. Um, she carried the women's division for a hell of a long time. Um, she, she won the 2020 Royal Rumble. She uh, was the first female to headline a, a WWE pay-per-view uh, alongside Sasha Banks uh, at Hell in a Cell 2016. She was also part of that, that um, um, WrestleMania um, main event. Which I think she absolutely deserved she was uh she was uh, a star in 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 in, in that whole run up uh and she gave the the match more legitimacy for me um but just because it's paul's favorite, I have to mark her down for that um <laughs> Just on a personal preference. But no, being serious, I give Paul a lot of shit for being a Charlotte fan. And he's, he has every right to it because she is, for somebody who didn't want to be a wrestler, she's damn good at the wrestling. It's, it's unreal. And she's arguably the best heel out of all these characters. Um, she plays that crazy, um, maniacable, and um, better than everyone kind of bitch character perfectly. Um, so it was a toss-up between whether she got to number one or not. But I think what what's put her uh, below Sasha for me is how, and you've mentioned it, Nicola how selfless Sasha Banks has been. And I understand that you you uh, you, you you said about uh, Charlotte being selfless, and to a point she is. Uh, her old game is kind of almost like the Brock Lesnar of the women's division. She wins and wins and wins. So when you do beat Charlotte, it means more. But Sasha is forever putting people over. How many times did she drop the belt on her first defence to put someone over? She's such um, a transitional champion. And for all the grief she gets uh, in, in like, the wrestling media of being uh, petulant and childish, every time I've seen her uh, drop a belt, she's happy for the person she's, she's putting over. Um, and and then you, you go through her accolades, women, NXT Women's Champion, uh, Robey champion five times um, women's tag team champion twice, Smackdown champion the first female headline for a WWE like we mentioned with Charlotte Flair the, the first African American woman to headline uh, a Wrestlemania which is outstanding and, and that for me I think is more significant than the first actual women's one because of just how maligned African American women are uh, not just in, in wrestling but in, in, in culture of all but the kicker for me is, out of these four, she's the breakout uh, mainstream star. I know we've had uh, um, uh, Becky in movies and TV programs, but uh, Sasha was, was in uh, was in the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. coscarinos. That's that's phenomenal. One of the biggest franchises in the world on on fucking Disney. It, it just don't get any bigger than that. So that that's what's tipped her over for me, uh, and the fact that she's she's probably the best wrestler, the best technical wrestler out of the lot as well. Her skill set is phenomenal. Yeah, she's had uh, uh, times where she's um, she's been involved in injuring people, but I think that's n- not so much on her. Uh, it's more on the fact that people just can't keep up with how good she is. Um, so for me, Sasha is right now. Sasha's the the best out of the four. So
2: Sasha hit a tornado DDT on Boba Fett. I mean,
0: is that just going reason? up, is that that? just going over the matches that we watched for for last week's episode uh, to to uh, rank the best matches. The amount of ways that she can like uh, uh, switch a move into the bank statement. She's just so technically gifted. Um, it. It it was so impressive to watch and you miss those little nuances uh, when you're watching live and you go back and watch when you think, damn, she is so, so good.
2: You want to go? Clive, you want me to go?
3: No, one you go. Uh, I'm just sitting here thinking, should, should I have changed my order?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I have the same one and two, so I'll save my thoughts on that. My three and four are different, and I don't want—I don't want to make this a uh, trash Bailey show or trash Bailey thoughts. So I'm going to speak more on why I think Becky should have been three. You again, much like with with Clive, when you start your reasoning for putting her last with, yes, yeah, she was she was in the most important women's match ever, but. Yeah, she probably had the biggest moment of the women, but... Yeah, she was probably the biggest star in wrestling of the four, but... Like, I get all the rest of that stuff, but sometimes... Like like you said last week. Last week you said that even though all the other matches were better, you put that triple threat as your number one match of all of them because no matter what else comes after it or before it, it was the most important, so it had to be number one. That was all because of Becky. Singularly because of Becky. Right? Because everybody thought it was going to be running Charlotte alone. Becky came in and changed everything because she got so hot, she became the biggest star in the company, in the business. So I feel like we punish her too much for the company's failure with her for so long. And even, throughout, even though the company failed with her, she still won multiple world championships. She was still in major angles she still did big things she just wasn't put on the same level as the others because she didn't have a character yet mm-hmm. um so that's my only that's what my only qualm
0: Okay. I mean I, I I get what you're saying and um like I said this was something that I really kind of like uh, debated against and so I wanted to see if my own kind of like personal opinion rung true with with uh how the matches are ranked so yeah. what, I, what I did was I went to uh the old Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Uh, cause oh obviously, God! Obviously, uh, Shaggy Dave Meltzer is the <laughs> only person who you believe for for match rankings. So anyway, uh, I got the 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 number of matches that each of the four uh, have had where they've got three stars or above. So three stars is good. Five stars, obviously, excellent. Becky got had twenty-one three-star matches. Bailey had 28, Sasha had 33, and uh, Charlotte has had 38 uh, three-star-plus matches. So that would say that, that I, I'm right in, in, in some of the positions. Charlotte should have been at the top. But then I went further into it. I thought I need to get some clarification. So I went for matches that are four-star and above. So... there's there's actually a tar for who's got the most four-star and above matches. Charlotte and Sasha have both got 14. Um, Bailey has got seven, and Becky has got eight. So for me, that also helps tip Sasha over the top because percentage-wise, she's had more four-star matches uh, than than, um, Charlotte Flair has in terms of percentage of matches. Uh, But it also does... It, it kind of rubber stamps the fact that, that Becca was at the bottom of the list
2: so I'm, I'm going to use this kind of springboard into my list if you don't mind I just want to say and I'll expound upon it I'll expound on it more in just a second but the, the I understand the basis of this entire business is in ring is the wrestling aspect it is professional wrestling however the biggest stars in wrestling history did not become the biggest stars because they wrestled great matches. They became the biggest stars because they were the biggest, most entertaining, and most marketable stars. The people that... So, I hold that thought. Number four is Bailey, of course. My reasoning for Bailey being number four is simply because of this: the other three are the best at something. Becky is the best talker. Sasha is the best wrestler. Charlotte is the best champion. Becky Bailey is like we said last week. She is a jack of all trades, a master of none. She is excellent at a bunch of things, but great at none. And I think that hurts her because you said it yourself. She was second lowest in great matches. She took the longest to find. She, she took the longest to kind of find her footing in the main roster. She's found it and she's killed it. Great. Right? Just you could say the same in the next scene before she found the hugger. I remember watching Davina Rose for about five months before she hit with with the hugger character, right? Um she is the person who probably has the least moments you can remember off the top of your head. We both did all three of the list. She was the hardest person to find great matches for. So, like, there's a whole bunch of things that she, I feel she's the least at. There's nothing against her. She may have the most pure relationship with her fans based on that character she ran, but she, I think, is significantly the lowest of the four. Now, the lowest of the four does not mean she's the worst of all the wrestlers. The lowest of the four horsewomen is still like the best in the company. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you why I put Becky three over Bailey as I'm explaining this, I say she's the best talker, right? Of all four of them, only one person can talk you into a building. That's Becky. Only one of them can talk you into being interested in a match or a story or a promo or a moment. None of the rest of them can do that. So they all have their moments. I'm not saying that they're terrible at that aspect of the game, but they all have their moments. But Becky in and out comes consistently Breed's interest in anything she's doing she made a match with Nia she made a, 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 a throwaway match with Nia Jax mean something simply because of how she responded to getting punched in the face you know and that was one match the, the feud with Ronda Rousey she took a, a one off feud that was supposed to be at Survivor Series just a one off match she was the champ on one brand Ronda was the champ on the other brand and because she got so much heat not bad. I'm just like just interest on that match that they pushed it to mania and they made it the main event because of off of the back of what Becky was doing. So that is the most valuable aspect of professional wrestling to me, because it's cool that, yeah, me and you can grapple and I can hit flippy dudes and I can do 15,000 reversals. Who cares if nobody's in the arena to watch it? Nobody's watching at home. You got to be a reason why I'm watching only one of the four makes you want to watch wrestling wise wrestling wise no without a doubt Charlotte is number two based on the fact that she just has the greatest accolades you cannot overcome that 13 times a woman a world champion and she's been wrestling for like what seven years in her life (laughs) you know what I'm saying it's ridiculous Uh, also the fact that you said it yourself mags the only one of the four who didn't want to wrestle and has taken it to it the easiest it's like second, it's like water to her. There really is a saying. There really is something to her saying that she's genetically superior. She clearly is. You know. She also, I think, she looks the best in terms of total package with the the, the gear and the robes and the the tron. It looks the best. She she carries herself the best as a champion. That championship looks like it was built to be around her waist. You know what I mean? So uh, you add all of that together on top of the fact that she probably has the best accomplishments, not only from a championship perspective, but biggest matches, most important matches, most main event matches, most this, most that. Sasha's number one for all the reasons you guys said. Yes, she is. She's the biggest. She's the best wrestler. She's the most selfless. She's the one that's done the most for everybody else and for the business as a whole. She also may be the biggest mainstream star. I'm glad you pointed that out, because there's a difference between biggest mainstream star and biggest wrestling star. Roman was the biggest wrestling star for a long time, but wasn't mainstream. Right? So, they're different. Um, You know, uh, also add to the fact that, of her mainstream popularity, her cousin, Snoop. um, But she's the one that blends the greatest grouping of all of the attributes, if to not to plug my the total package, but if you were to do this with that and rub, run all those lists of things that it takes to be a great professional wrestler, she got the highest score to me. In fact, in the total package, she was number four overall. Right? None of the other none of the other women even made the top ten of WWE uh, in total. So, yeah, I, I just think by and large, she's the. She is, the, at average, the best at all of the things. And she is clearly the best wrestler to me. I don't think it's a question. So, mm.
0: I think, to digest there, Clav. Sorry? There's a lot for you to digest there.
3: I, I think with the three not named Becky, it could be that there's much of a muchness there and we could deliberate it all night. But I was thinking quite a lot after you finished talking about Becky that for me, her her flash in the pan was four or five months, give or take. I don't think her title reign, the big long one, was that memorable. Um, I think after that it was just, yeah, there's Becky, there's uh, having mixed tag matches with Seth Rollins and there wasn't much really to sink your teeth into. I think that's the same with Charlotte It's hard for Charlotte to have a long title reign memorable be memorable because she 's just had so many she's she 's always losing it, so it 's hard to get that title reign juice involved there. Sasha Banks is another one who she's held it for a long time recently, but I don't think there was much in the way of again a story to sink your teeth into, but I think maybe at the back of my head there was another category where it was memorable. Title reigns, and what Bailey did with Sasha, the when they were tag champs, fighting away against all the other women tag teams as well, and the how that relationship dissolved. That will stay with me for a long time. Their story, and Bailey was it? Yes, Sasha was involved in that, but Bailey was the one in charge of it all. So maybe at the background that was what was playing for me, but I think before I, I will uh, I'll finish very quickly. Post WrestleMania thirty five, Becky did nothing of nothing of note
2: for me. I, I don't want you to finish. I just want to ask one question to that point because you make good points, but I just want to kind of see where your head is on that. Do you think that that Bailey's st- and there's no question that story with her and Becky is one of the best you'll see but do you think it's given more credence because it happened at a time where there was nothing else happening? We were in the midst of a pandemic. Did you think, because I feel like that helped it drastically.
3: I think that the pandemic's been a blessing for quite a few things in WWE. I think the initial menace that the Tribal Chief gave us in his match with so. Like both of them, both first matches. You could not, that would not have worked in a, a full crowd. The quiet dialogue, Roman just whispering in Jay's ear, that would not have worked in a live crowd. Um, So I think a lot of things have worked better because it was in front in a stage set arena type thing. Uh, So I will admittedly say it probably worked a lot better because they were behind closed doors.
2: And I remember, Becky never got that opportunity. No. So... Her last match was made at 36.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if we revisited this in, in a year's time and Becky's come back and she's, uh, she's gone on a mad tear and, and won titles, it's very likely that, that we may be totally revising our, our list. But for me, it's, it's just a case of longevity as the biggest star. And yes, she, I, I, I totally get your point. She was the biggest star, not only in 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 four but the biggest star in the company. She was the face of the brand, first woman to be on on uh, the cover of the of the WrestleMania, uh, the WWE video games, phenomenal. Yeah. But it's just in a, such a, a macrocosm of time where Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey have been doing this for. Five years longer than than the Becky has at the top, uh, and that's kind of what what swung it for me uh, in in terms of putting Becky at the bottom.
2: Do you think Bailey has? And this is legitimate. Do you think at any point in her life, before the pandemic, in any point in her WWE career, forget NXT, in her WWE career, at any point before this pandemic run, was she ever the top star in the women's division, as a champion? but the top... You can definitively say, yeah, she's the top woman. Can you say that?
0: I mean, probably not, but...
2: So then what, old, so what's the difference? Why, why are you giving credence to her for being really good, but you're not giving credence to somebody for being great? Because it takes greatness to be the number one star in the company.
0: But, but you're just then... You're just uh, saying that we can only use her main roster. And I'm saying... I'm looking at it from a, a a full career in under the the WWE umbrella, and for me, Becky's NXT run totally negates the the very short period that she's had on main roster as as the big star. Bailey was uh, Bailey had like a, a a whole character arc. On NXT, which then came onto main roster, and she almost had to restart that character up, and she's been able to take that and and turn it even more to to the fact where she's arguably one of the the best at being a, a cocky snide heel. We haven't but seen that. that from Becca. When they tried to turn Becca heel, the fans absolutely shit on it.
2: That's so... like to me. That's like saying that. Oh well, Drew McIntyre. Has a better overall career. And it's, this is a terrible. I uh a bad analogy, but my, you, I think you get the point. He has a uh, a better overall career than a guy like Sami Zayn. But you know, if you take away Sami Zayn's NXT, like you can, it, it, we're not we're not comparing apples to oranges because everybody isn't in, undevelop- in developmental for the same amount of time. You know, Kevin Owens wrestled two matches in and and um three matches in NXT. And he was on the main roster, you know, but then you got people who's been down there for five years, you know? So like, I get it. I'm not saying her, I'm not saying it shouldn't count. I'm saying where what should count the most is what matters the most. And that's the main roster, in my opinion. And I'm not saying you, I'm right. You're wrong. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying the only time we can compare apples to apples is when they are all on the same and all in the same manner. Oh. I didn't expect this to get this heated.
0: I mean, I, I mean I'm I'm certainly not heated. I, I totally uh, understand. No, no, you're, you're mad, sir. Be mad at me. I'm, I could never be mad at you. Oh, I love you too. Uh, but yeah, I, I understand, and it, and and it, it kind of goes to the subject uh, subjectivity of, of wrestling. We all see different things. We all kind of uh, judge on different merits. And and yours, whilst being valid to you, don't matter as much in in how I've uh, perceived the, sure. the, the four horse Um So you're wrong. I mean, Bailey <laughs> is clearly above Becky Lynch. Uh, okay, but, so Clive. But, but live in your wrongness. That's all do I'm this saying. for
2: me, Clive. Let's do this, Clive. <laughs> do, if you don't mind, put a poll out. What is the poll? Put the poll out. Put the poll out. That uh, who do you think has a, you? You can you, you guys can word it how you want, but who do you think has had the better career? Who do you think has been the bigger star? Who do you who would you rank over the other in terms of importance? Just between Bailey and Becky, see what the fans think.
3: Just between Bailey and Becky, okay. Right, I'll do that right now then. Uh, and this will be as a sort of added an added bit of content thing, right? Okay.
0: I'll I'll use all five of my accounts to to, <laughs> to, to <vote> for Bailey burner <laughs> account number one burner account number two.
2: <laughs> hey, I do have I do have access to some pretty heavy accounts myself, sir. So I'm just saying. No, nope.
0: I mean it would be interesting to see. I mean, I, I would I would foresee that there are more Bailey uh, Becky stands than there are Bailey stands. Um. No, I'm not saying that that's going to swear the vote at all. Sure, um, sure, sure. But uh, I, of all the four horsewomen, I think Bailey has the least aggressive stan group. They're all that's huggies.
2: facts. That's facts. Bailey does. Becky does have the the the, the, the more stan ish groups, but the recency biased. Mm-hmm. The recency, recency biased thing will help Bailey because she's on the TVs every week. You guys have bloviated so much about how you remember fondly that most ever so recent title reign. He hasn't wrestled her two years. So I'm curious to see will the the level and the, the kind of the legacy of her work will it still hold up compared to this, which is why it's a very interesting conversation for a poll.
0: Yeah. And and essentially though, you 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 touched on on the the best way to explain this anyway. Being the bottom of this four is by no way a slight to any of them nope. because that's like saying you are the, the, the bottom of the very best I mean well, you're, you're well, still part a, of the 0.1% of best women's wrestlers ever to, to be in the ring
2: you're the My Rushmore guy the fourth person of My Rushmore he's on My Rushmore mm-hmm. exactly so like, you're better than everybody else
3: so I'm just saying here vote with your head but whatever criteria you see fit who is better Becky Lynch or Bailey. Okay.
2: Tell the, if you don't mind, tell the results on the next episode. I will do. Uh, yeah, we'll go, see what happens. Um, how long are you going to give the poll? Three days? A week? One day? What are you going to do?
3: Uh, I'll go for a week and then just give it next week.
2: Okay. The, the
3: um, I will do another kind of poll or get some fan, inter, fan interac- listener interaction. Uh, for the tweet that goes out for this episode, just seeing what people's order is as well, just to get some people chatting. But I'll add that I'll do this just now because it's brought up quite an interesting point that didn't know it would go down this road. Uh, maybe heated is a correct word because Scotland's having its
2: yearly heatwave and its torture. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. For, for us Yanks listening to this, their heatwave right now—it's seventy-two degrees. That's
3: a heat wave to them. Yeah, Celsius. That's what it feels like.
2: 72 degrees. My goodness.
3: My my chair is sweating. And if anyone has listened to my five Nerd go appearances, that does not bode well for our future relations.
2: Y'all remind me... Yeah, remind me of Phoenix. Shout out to the shout out to the chat. Shout out to Hancho, Greg Demarco, because in Phoenix they don't have heaters because it's always hot. So I'm imagining y'all don't have air conditioning because it's always cool.
0: Yeah, we would use it maybe four days out of a year. Yeah. So it would be absolutely pointless. Um, I think the issue that I I mean I go to Turkey. And it's regularly fifty degrees Celsius there. And it, mm-hmm. I love that heat. Absolutely love it. I think the issue with UK heat is the humidity. Yeah. You're literally just sweating all day because it, the air is it's thick and it's sticky. Um so I dare say uh where you are, it's it's dry heat, so it's it's probably more burial.
2: For me? mm mm-hmm. Oh God, no! We we're the most we're one of the most humid areas in this, in, the, in the country. Oh really? Well, I would yeah.
0: hate that. I would absolutely hate it.
2: Yeah. I, oh, I trust me, I do too. But seventy two is like a it's like a breath of fresh air. Seventy two is like going out. Go, it's a warm summer's summer's breeze where you can go outside with some beautiful shorts and a tank top and enjoy life. Like you know what I'm saying? So. 72 degrees is what I wish my life was 72 degrees every day.
0: Well, I prefer I prefer the temperature when you have to wear a jacket to go outside.
2: Yes. But, but let, Rick, let Rick tell it, he's not wearing a jacket unless it's two degrees Celsius. That's
3: just because he just wants his nipples to stand out proud.
2: <laughs> oh, man. The Ricky and Clive brothers show.
3: Well, Rance, if you ever do make it across to the UK, you better bring a fucking jumper or ten.
2: (laughs) Oh, trust me, I know.
0: Can you imagine him rocking up with just shorts and T-shirts and just uh, sat there just shivering in cold? (laughs) (laughs) That
2: that has happened to me once. I visited Seattle. I have family and friends in Seattle. And when I left, when I flew from Houston, I had on a T-shirt and shorts. I got off the plane and it's like... 50 degrees and I'm freezing and everybody's outside Like I I get my jacket out of my bag everybody's outside in the terminal they're wearing shorts and t-shirts and I'm like you are crazy it's 50 degrees
3: you'll be like that guy in the, the Scrooged film the guy that's underneath the drain that's all frozen up
2: yeah, exactly. it's going to be miserable. By the way, this trip to the UK is hopefully happening sooner rather than later. So, uh, I don't want to put y'all's government cities out there, but just just know your boy might be swinging through.
3: Look oh, forward to it. Uh, well, save a prayer for me, mice because in-laws live in Essex and all going well. Laws-wise, we're hoping to go down to Essex for a week in July. And Essex, I struggle 500 miles north. Essex is brutal.
0: Um, And I've uh, I've been invited to another podcaster's wedding. A certain Matt Willis is getting married, I think he said, next year.
2: Congratulations. Um,
0: And he lives in Clacton, which is right on the south coast. Um, So we'll be taking a trip down there. Uh, I hate the south with with a passion. Yeah. And now we've got electric cars, so we have to stop somewhere to charge up the car, and we have to that like, be around southern people for for longer than I want to. So that's going to be fun.
3: Two two things. Uh, my in-laws live in the town next to Clacton.
0: All oh, right, cool. Uh, yeah, Rock by the wedding, I'll invite you. That uh, <laughs> right, we've got some some more <laughs> guests
3: coming, and. Uh, the second thing is I've done the Essex trip a few times now so maybe we could get Badlands up and running again and do a Mount Rushmore of service stations on the way down
0: and oh, uh, That would bring Tolly back from, yep. from the grave
3: I, I don't know if you've been to Peterborough before their service station they've got the Chinese buffet right at the front door
0: <laughs> Right, what
3: were we talking about? Fantastic wrestlers, yes I've put that. I've put that poll out there, gentlemen. It's one of those topics that could be discussed for hours and probably years down the line, and maybe it could be something we do years down the line again to see just where we stand, where the women stand, eh, if they're still with us. I mean, wrestling not life-wise, <laughs> but <laughs> how about? <clears throat> Instead of testing your hearts and your opinions, what about a test your knowledge on the, the four horsemen with a wee four horsemen related quiz? Okay.
0: Yay, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going to get whooped.
3: So, uh, Ricky's given us a couple. So, the last questions were three points, not as wild as some of the usual
2: ones. Of, of course. And let me guess it's about their time in New Japan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Uh, so technically there are fourteen questions but sixteen points up for grabs.
2: Number one.
3: Uh Max Hold on, hold on. You gotta
2: yeah, you gotta ask us what our buzzers are. Right. Max, what's your buzzer?
0: Um I will go with Ding dong hello. Oh
3: yes.
2: Rance. I spit it in the face of people who want to be <laughs> too. Oh, no. oh. Wow. Wow. Oh,
3: if only you had an apple to Red. stick at your screen right there. <laughs> Love it.
2: Love it.
3: Number one. Who has the highest rating on cagematch.net? Oof. So the oh, uh, Max.
0: Charlotte Flair.
2: Incorrect. Oh, well, I wonder who it could be. I spit in the face of people who want to be cool. Rance, I'm going to go with Sasha. Sasha. Sassington J. Banks.
3: Correct, with an overall rating of eight point nine one, according to that's them.
2: crazy because that's out of ten, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: Who has the lowest? This is number two.
2: As spread in the face. People want to be cool. Nice. It's Maggie Lynch. No. Oh, Bingham,
0: interesting.
3: Interesting, Bingham.
0: Max. Hello. It's mm. going to be barely then. It is. Mm. No, no,
3: no. Sorry, it's not. Sorry.
0: Oh. So is it Charlotte's Flair? It's got the worst. Yep. That's mental. That that has got to be like hating the character rather than the actual wrestler. Uh-huh.
3: Let me just double check. I wonder if I copied this over properly. I want to just double check. She <laughs> so got the lowest with seven point eight two.
2: <sighs> wow, that's not low. But that's not low. Seven point eight two.
0: Right. No, but it's still the lowest of of the four.
3: Bailey had 8.2 and Becky had 8.53.
0: So Sasha is the head and shoulders above everyone.
3: Mm-hmm. As she should be. So it's still one point for Rance. Number three. Now this kind of ties in with the criteria that some of us may have thought about. Who has the highest <laughs> win percentage according to DB? Okay.
0: Ding-dong-hello. That's got to be... Charlotte
2: fly. What? In, incorrect. I got you. um uh What's my the? um what's, if It's panda face. People won't be cool. Right. Sorry, I'm not you. Uh, this Ricky cosplay isn't working. all <laughs> oh, we took two here's episodes to realize. Right here's one for you, Bailey.
3: Incorrect. No, sorry. Oh. I'll start that again. Bailey,
2: correct. Yes, seventy-two. Bailey, low key, never loses. Mm-hmm.
3: I made sure that I took out any independents, so it's just NXT and WWE. So it is Bailey with seventy-two point zero four percent highest I win mean
0: rate. that that flies in the in the face of people thinking that Sasha is the. The, the kind of I mean I, Charlotte is is the go of the, the women's division because she just never seems to lose at all
2: well much, much like her dad says or they've said about her dad yeah she, he won 16 she's won 13 but she had to lose 13 too so
0: mm-hmm. but then there was that whole period where she won like was it like 14 pay-per-views uh, in a row but then I suppose lose losing on Raw and Smackdown mm-hmm.
3: yeah Number four, eh, who has the lowest percent win according to Profite DB? <laughs> Honestly, this is the most low-effort quiz I've ever done. I do apologize. So, uh,
0: ding dong, hello. I'll go with Sasha.
3: Correct. Fifty-three point three three
0: percent. She's the gift that keeps on giving.
3: Uh, Becky at 54.48 and Charlotte at 55.76. And...
0: Wow, 50 50 booking all the way across. Yeah,
3: but really, 72%. Wow. Uh, That's so a huge it's, gap. It's a massive gap. Number two, uh, two points to Rance's, uh, two points for Rance, <laughs> one point for Mags. Number five, who has the most Twitter followers out of the four horsewomen? if uh,
2: um, uh Carly don't think yeah
0: <laughs> <It
2: is. laughs> the Carly don't think it's Becky Lynch
3: uh, that's incorrect and that was some really impressive uh, mumble rap there France. <laughs> so hey,
0: I'm go, from the home of it i go ding dong hello it's gotta be Sasha it's got to be Sasha
3: at 2.1 million followers it's Sasha
0: I
2: mean it's Becky yeah. or are you about to ask who has the least I'll, I'll tell
3: you after.
0: Okay. <laughs> Number six. Yeah. The answer to this question.
3: <laughs> Number six. Who has the lowest? <laughs>
2: yeah, ask beard in the face. So people want to be cool. What's your answer? Karen. Karen.
3: Hold, hold on a wee minute till I just confirm, just in case things have changed. You know. There seems to be some issues with my Google Doc. I don't want to Do it that. get it right, uh, correct. It was Karen with 1.5 million. I,
0: I, to be fair, I would have said Bailey
3: as well. Uh, Charlotte and Becky both have 1.9, and Mercedes Vernado has 2.1. 1.
2: 1.9, okay. So that Costa Reeves really said are above, okay. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm sorry the, these highest, lowest are nearly finished okay
0: right, so it's, when you get to question 14 they're finished right we just got 20 more
3: <laughs> two points to max three to Rance, yes
2: yeah
3: number seven who has the first birthday in the calendar year
2: oh if I'm not mistaken I spend the first people who want to be cool
0: Ranch. If I'm not mis-
2: if I'm not mistaken, Becky's birthday is the earliest.
0: Incorrect. Okay. Um So, uh, Ding Dong, hello. I'm gonna go with Sasha.
3: Correct. By four days ahead of Becky. Maybe, wow. Uh, Sasha's
0: twenty sixth.
2: I, I remember Becky because Instagram and her and Seth. So that's why I knew it was early.
0: But I did I didn't know Sasha was earlier. And I just totally guessed. <laughs> I had no context yeah. whatsoever. Well, <laughs> well done.
3: piece. Uh, number eight, who has the last birthday in the year?
2: <laughs> oh spend the wow. face. Spend the face if people want to be cool. Nice. That's a lot of words, Ricky. Change your change your buzzer. Good God. Charlotte, she's in December, I believe.
0: No. Okay then. Ding dong hello. If there's only four days between uh Sasha Becky, it's got to be Bailey.
3: It is, uh, according to Wikipedia, Charlotte. I just want to double check, you know, just in case. Charlotte is April. Yeah, I'm way off. 5th of April, and Bailey is June.
0: So nearly Bailey's birthday, then? Happy birthday, Bailey.
3: For when it comes, happy Uh, birthday! Yeah, the most sincere happy birthday from me since I gave you number one spot, my love. (laughs) Yep, June the fifteenth. Right, so all those highest, lowest questions are out now. So uh, it's four each now. Is that right? Number nine. Who has the most reigns as Raw Women's Champion?
0: Uh, ding dong hello. Sasha with five, I
3: think. <laughs> Is that it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 10. Who has the shortest reign as Raw Women's Champion?
2: As Raw Women's Champion? Spit in the uh, face. People want to be cool. It's got to be Charlotte. No, it's Sasha. Uh, it's Sasha. <laughs>
3: I know that Banks is going to go down the old I've been robbed book, but yes, it was Sasha. Uh, One day. So it's still. I mean,
0: to be fair, he did correct himself before good. you gave an answer, but. Was that when I barely cashed in the, the money in the bank? No, that's
2: Charlotte, Sasha won it on a pay per view and Charlotte won it back the next night.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Five each?
3: Or four each? One out
0: of the two? I'm surprised I'm still even in this. I am normally like getting absolutely demolished
2: because none of these are skill; they're all luck questions because mm. we don't know these things. <laughs> well,
3: uh, Ricky has finally come in with some decent questions. So here's the first one from Ricky. He's got four here in uh, the Tokyo Dome in 2014. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. Okada, Okada, <laughs> number 11. Charlotte made her NXT in-ring debut against which horsewoman?
2: Spit in the face, people won't be cool. Rance? It was against Bailey.
3: Correct. 5 4 or 4 3, I can't remember, but you're one ahead.
0: I think it's 6 5.
3: 6 5. In the triple threat match at SummerSlam 2018, Charlotte pinned who? Carmella
2: or Becky? Spit in the face, people won't be cool. Rance? And Carmella?
3: Incorrect. Oh well there you go, you got a point.
0: <laughs> she pinned back at me.
3: Six each. This is a it's gonna be a award rocket. Number thirteen. What was unique about Sasha's raw debut?
2: Spit in the face of people who wanna be cool. Run's is this her raw question. Is this her first match or her debut on Raw in general? Debut. This that's when um Stephanie reinvented, reinvented wrestling and brought all three of them that one, to yeah. make the teams. That was that's not the answer. No, no,
3: sorry, that's the night in question, but that's not the answer.
2: That was that was the only thing interesting. Oh. Be, her being put with Tamina and Naomi is that what you're talking about?
3: I uh, the the solo pod guy is not here to answer.
2: Oh, okay. Well, i am confused. Go ahead, Max. Have a wee guess yeah, I and then I'll give you a clue.
0: The only thing I can remember is the, the, the splitting into like the teams. The team, was it Team Bella? And then was it Team Bad?
2: Team Bad and the submission sorority, which was changed because that's the important site to Team PCB. Wait,
3: <laughs> right, I'll give you a clue. It's not to do with the teams. It's not to do with Stephanie. It's to do with the status at that time.
2: Oh, she was champ. She was still
3: the Roger, she was still the and it's a camp. I suppose yeah, yeah. is that the
2: answer? It is. You accept it without the
3: buzzer mags? Yeah, yeah. I mean I
0: wouldn't got it,
3: Right, so I believe it's eight seven. Fuck's sake. Right, so this one's for three points. Name the three. Now Ricky thinks it's only been three. Right. Name the (laughs) I know. (laughs) Name the three women who have beaten all four
2: horsewomen. It is, just, is, it just, is it really is it really just three or is it more? It could be more, but I've only got three names here. Okay, so I, I, I'll spend the first people who want to be cool. I can I can for sure tell you two. Okay, Oscar and Carmella are two. Am I wrong? Hold on a minute. Carmella has for sure beat Becky Carmella has for sure beat Charlotte Carmella has for sure beat Sasha and she I believe she has beat Bailey
3: I'll need to have a wee chat with this person
2: Okay, well then but Asuka's one for sure Correct? Yes, uh-huh. Okay. All right, I'm just trying to make sure okay, so Asuka's one for sure um and we're talking on the main roster, right? Main roster I believe.
3: I'm going to try to phone him now. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm phoning him now to see if he can answer for himself.
2: For the record, my other two answers. My other two, if it's not Carmella, would be Alexa and Naya. that
0: makes sense.
3: This chap's not answering. (laughs) Okay, right I'm going to have to accept them because I know that about who was it you said? Asuka, Naya and Alexa Alexa, Alexa's beaten everybody about five times Has Alexa beaten Charlotte? I think so I feel pressurised here because this, this may result in the winner of the quiz being yourself, Rance. And I know that Max has been at the butt of many a dodgy quiz outcome over his time on podcasting.
0: I mean, it's normal now because I, I can't sit here and not look it up. Um, so, <laughs> <coughs> Right
2: that's Alexa,
0: Bliss. One of them's Paige. That's correct. And then it's going to be.
2: I would have never thought of her because she's retired. So that's great. That's great. That's great pick.
3: So I'm going to give you a point for that one, Max. <laughs> so yes. even though you're looking it up,
0: um, Billy. So, so basically, this is a sports key to the list It's three people who've beaten the horsewoman and three who've never beaten them. So Billy Kay has lost every single time she's faced the horsewoman. Uh, Asker has beaten all four, so that was that was uh, one for for Ray. Peyton Royce has never beat a horsewoman. Why do they put them on separate pages? Build them on one page? Wow! Hoof! Hoof! I would not have picked this answer. Jesus! Who? Oh. Emma!
3: Yep, that's what, another one on his list. He must be an unspoken leader.
2: Alexa Bliss did, did beat Charlie when she cashed in her money in the bank.
0: And then Liv Morgan has lost to them all as well. But yeah, Emma. Oh, to Neil Dashwood. Jeez. Hey,
2: Emma was hot. Emma was hot at one point.
3: Didn't Alexa to so, cash in and Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax match? She came in and started swinging
2: the suitcase. No, she didn't. She didn't cash in. I'm sorry. It says she beat her. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm reading. I've read that wrong. Not only did she beat Flair when she won the money in the bank briefcase, but she also beat her in a triple threat, number one contenders match on SmackDown.
3: Okay. Well, a bit of a controversial ending to the quiz, but I think we'll go for Rance, because you were just ahead before that last question, which has caused uproar and upheaval once again. I need to stop having you guys on for quizzes, because it's just going to end in tears one of these days.
0: Um. To be fair, I'm happy to be within one point of, of his score because normally he just absolutely decimates me. So that to me is a victory.
2: Okay. And for the record, I I I, I was my three were right. It's just Rick didn't have my three on there. i mm-hmm. Well, get to well technically, my four because Carmelo's on that it, one
0: it seems like he's pulled. <laughs> my four. He's pulled that. He's pulled that quiz from that sports keto website because it uh-huh. doesn't actually say the only three, it just says three people who have done it.
2: Emma's a shocker. Mm-hmm. Emma's not a shocker when you think of the time at NXT because Emma was there before all of them.
3: yep she was beating, uh, beating Bailey regularly. I remember that much.
0: Yep. Mm. How, so you're saying that Alexa Bliss has beat Charlotte Flair. So i have on cage match now. And I've gone for uh, Alexa Bliss uh, versus Charlotte Flair. Um,
2: it wasn't a singles match. It wasn't a singles match. It was a triple threat.
0: Okay. Uh, and the only singles match that they've got listed is...
2: She won. Charlotte uh, won. It was, at a, it was at Survivor Series. Yeah. 2017, yeah. Yeah. So are we counting only one-on-ones or are we counting in general? I'm not going to count like a fluke, like a ladder, like a Money in the Bank match or, or a Rumble, but Alexa beat her in a triple threat sanction
0: match. Yeah, in in a match where there's one winner in a, pro- yeah. in a proper wrestling match. Yeah, I'm um, I'm happy to to concede the victory. Um, a lot of my points were you worked out the 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 answer <laughs> by eliminating all the other options, so it's only I, fair.
2: <laughs> I just want to know when am I going to come on this show? And have a quiz that's not ending in controversial fashion.
3: The only way we can do that is if Ricky doesn't give us any questions.
2: <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, the the next quiz I'm in, Ricky's going to have a question that's worth 10 points.
0: And you're going to be behind by now? Uh huh. So yep. It'll be
3: like 10 points, and it's name my sisters in
2: alphabetical order. <laughs> I can save the quiz
3: <laughs> right gentlemen that'll do it for tonight thank you for coming on really good conversation and I think hopefully we'll get that carried on as we go on on Twitter and elsewhere Rans do you want to give us your, your deets
2: yes um, besides the new handle at, at Ran and Clive um, you can find me on my burner account uh, it's Ray Cash, that's R-E-Y as in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. And uh, yeah, just, you know, follow the family at shot Media. Max
0: Okay, so you can find me on Twitter, at Podfather Mags, where I'm inserting myself into multiple people's uh, personal issues and beefs. Um, <laughs> Other than that, you can hear my voice uh, all over the, the interwebs uh, with shows on Business News Global Media, on Shooting the Sportsish, and uh, alongside Mr Rance here at Church Media.
3: And I am Clive, one half of the Rick and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, where you can find other shows such as One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Style, Grown Men Watch This Shit, Great Match Generator, and Grave Consequences, All Things Elite, and get in the ring Uh, 8-Bit Suplex Wrestling Podcast I'm always forgetting that and that's really bad of me so I'm going to do a plug like an actual advert for them one day (laughs) (laughs) Uh, on the show notes link you'll see that we've got links to the t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.net as well as for how you can donate to the show head over to the podcast app of your choice and give us a a review, nice wee 5 star number there, help us climb up the charts On socialsuplex.com itself, you can get podcasts and you can get columns. You can get them sent directly to your email inbox by pressing the subscribe button. We're at the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group and we're at Ricky and Clive on Twitter. And you can also catch me at my burner account at Outsiders Edge. CS. No, no, not not even CS. I am a. So
0: you got know the original autograph. You,
3: that's you.
2: <laughs> I've been trying to get that from you since 2010. All right. Well then, okay. So since you're, since that's the case, apparently you're a big Hulk Hogan man.
3: Oh, I, I take it all back. That wasn't me at all. <laughs> since he's not here to defend himself, that is Ricky's burner account.
2: Makes sense. See. <laughs> oh
3: he's phoning he's phoning just before we oh he's just hung up fuck him right (laughs) right thank you for joining me tonight gentlemen Uh, and thank you for listening i'll speak to you all next week
2: thank you for listening to the ricky and clive wrestling podcast Podcast. we'll see see you next time